time you're in Paris, look for the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower is pointy, uh, it's made of metal. It should be right in the middle of town there. Near there is what it call, it's called the Eiffel Power, which is a geocache that has been there for a very long time and is very popular. Um, and you, you're supposed to look for a cabin with a butterfly emblazoned on it. And near there is a tree that you're supposed to climb and you're looking for um, a box with a geocache inside of it. So uh, Eiffel Tower, cabin, butterfly, geocache. Next time you're in Paris, sitting there eating a baguette, smoking a cigarette, writing poetry in a journal. Uh, take a picture of, of yourself with the geocache and the cigarette and the baguette and everything else and send it to me and I will send you um, all of the gently used ping pong paddles I have. Um, it's about a gross, I'm a few short, but I, I have more than most average people do and I will send them to you and I'm talking free of charge. So again, send me the picture of you with the Eiffel Power Geocache. Welcome to Geocaching Scripture. This is Josh reporting to you from the Blanket Fort. I'm using a new microphone, which is very exciting and makes me feel very professional, so please let me know how it sounds. Geocaching is this rarefied sport hobby of looking for these little caches, these tiny treasures in different places, and the, and the fun is sort of in the treasure hunting. You're not really looking for anything of value. A geocache usually has a few trinkets in it. It has a logbook that you can log your name in that you've been there and that you've seen it. Um, and so this one, the Eiffel Power, you can go there, climb a tree, get this geocache, and then sign in your name that you've been there and that you've seen it. Um, again, if and my name should be the last one in the log. Um, just look for my name. Um, again, if if you can prove me wrong... Ping pong paddles. So there we go. Geocaching scripture. That is, the, that is the metaphor that works for me as I look at scripture and I find these little treasures of, of culture, history, all kinds of different situations that bring the dimension back into scripture that help me to see deeper into the scripture to take these very small little treasures, tiny treasures, and the big truth. That's geocaching. Bienvenue. to you the king of the Jews, asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked them. Crucify him, they shouted. Why, what crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Mark 15, verses 9 through 15. There's a beautiful painting of this exchange, um, and it is called Ecce Homo, which is Latin for, here is the man. And I believe it's in John where Pilate actually turns to him and says, here is the man. And it's sort of this grand presentational moment, and you can kind of picture the crowd screaming and yelling, and that's indeed what they're doing in this painting. I think I'll use it as the um, the art for this episode. It's in the public domain, so don't send me any emails, emails about that, all right? Anyway, um, 
here is the man, and there is Jesus standing, uh, stripped and beaten, and everybody just kind of looking at him, and Pilate, who's facing away from him, just putting his hand out toward him. And th- this is that that story that we, we all know probably from Easter readings of Pilate had this tradition where he would free one man every Easter, not Easter, every, every year at this time um, that was set to be crucified, and he freed Barabbas instead of Jesus. Um, now, it's, it's an interesting story. It's a very familiar story. Uh, the geocache here is in the name, um, Barabbas, Barabbas. And that would be Barabbas and not, not the American pronunciation. And Jesus freed Barabbas on the day of the Passover. You know, the kind of thing we would say. But Barabbas, which is Hebrew, and break that name down. Bar-Abba. Bar-Abba. Bar means son of. The way my name, McDonald, is originally meant son of Donald. This means Bar-Abbas. Son of. And then we know Abba. We know the word Abba, don't we? Abba was the word for daddy or father, and it was the word that Jesus used to describe God, and that was that was fairly unique to Jesus. He had drawn on very small tradition in the Old Testament to say that, and to express that that was that was what was going on. But here we have Barabbas, and it's quite simply that the bland translation is "son of the father," son of the father. And it's, it's hard to know exactly what's, what's at work here. If for, you could very much on one side you have this as, as the history of a man named Barabbas, which is not a, it was not an uncommon name back then. It was an ancient name. They found um, evidence for it. Or it could be that Barabbas, son of the father, was meant like every man or John Doe or Joe Public. Every man was a character in... Um, uh, English morality plays when they were trying to teach people things, and every man would be this representative of everyone. He'd be the main character or whatever. And then that became a convention within several different stories and TV shows. You had this every man character that was supposed to be the hero or supposed to be the one you root for. Um, and that was supposed to represent every person. And Barabbas may have been a same play like that on the name in the sense of Jesus was punished. And every man, i.e., all of us, were not. You see what I mean there? Jesus took on the punishment, and we did not. And Barabbas, as it says it in, in the other Gospels, describing him that he was an insurrectionist, meaning that he fought against Rome. And I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe that crucifixion was, that Insurrection against Rome was specifically punished by crucifixion. It was very public, um, embarrassing, shameful death, meant to be the signal that, hey, you do this to Rome, we do this to you. And so he would have been an insurrectionist against Rome, and that was why he was there. And and it's very interesting here that people say that, that Jesus is coming in, and at this point very explicitly saying, my kingdom is not of this world, this is not what my kingdom is. And Barabbas represents the of-this-world kingdom. They were trying to establish by military might, by guerrilla warfare, by terrorism, these extremists. Now, not everybody was like that, but there were some people like that. And in a way, they chose the human method. They said, 
give us Barabbas, as in, give us our own methods. Crucify Jesus. Crucify the person of the kingdom that is not seen, of the kingdom that we don't understand. We want to do it our own way. Crucify him. We want Barabbas. We want our way. And don't we do that all the time, right? Don't we do that all the time in, in a sense that we we choose our own way and we just say, you know, your way, Lord Jesus, doesn't make sense to me. My way makes sense. Give us Barabbas. Give us the Son of the Father. Give us more of the human story because whatever story you're telling just isn't satisfying to us in our own way. But give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. Crucify Emmanuel. Crucify God with us. And that's that choice that we face all the time. Which one will we choose? Which one would we choose if we were in the crowd? And Jesus, of course, here is the man. And he stands there, and it's amazing how little he says to Pilate. Because he knows what's going to happen. Because he's terrified, and he knows how the next few hours are going to go. And Barabbas walks away. So that's our geocache for today. Make sure to subscribe and look at us from Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever fine free podcasts are sold. Share it on the, uh, the old Facebook. And uh, tune in to Clear Hits Radio, clearhitsgb.com, the latest in Christian hip-hop. And just keep digging, keep looking. There's so many jewels, there's so much to see. You can spend a lifetime contemplating the geocaches in Scripture, and I just might as well do that. So, thanks for listening. Pax Humana. Cheers. <laughs>